0: Forever! Dog!
1: Just pray you're not kept after school. This week on the podcast, Eric Wiener's deadly detention.
0: Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Ketai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are talking about deadly detention by I just listened to you say his name and I still forget Eric Weiner. It. Thank you. Or Weiner. We don't know. Hard to say. Not knowing the man. Mm-hmm. Hard to um, tell. This was an interesting one. <laughs> it was like, it was so,
1: hmm. It, I mean, obviously, like the, the obvious comparison is Breakfast Club, right?
0: yeah, it's it's a horror breakfast club,
1: yeah, where they're like, oh my god, it turns out like everyone, even the mean cheerleader, has a backstory. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's that aspect. Um, it is you know what? The perviness I actually didn't mind. I did really feel disgusted by the fat shaming. That was awful. Yeah that was horrible but honestly the like how pervy the it was like it just felt like how teenagers are pervy yeah teenagers
0: are horny that's fine yeah so everyone I mean, is just I very guess horny. today's teenagers are in denial about being horny but
1: oh my god in
0: their movies i would love to know <laughs> if that is just the like you know the vocal terminally online i think it is or if it's truly widespread that people of gen z don't want sex scenes in movies
1: i think it's the terminal terminally online people i also think like i don't know about you but i personally don't follow a shit ton of gen z people so the only things that we're gonna see are people that you follow kind of being like what the fuck is this and bringing it you know yeah, what i mean i don't want
0: to be like some fucking senior citizen watching the nightly news and being like did you hear how teenagers now are like eating bath gels <laughs> right exactly it um, is like
1: this this group of puritanes who are just like like there like, is
0: certainly a community of these people yes 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 yes
1: and like it's the type of person that would like quote speak out about this issue you know what i mean like it's like this person that's like i need to like let this be known that like why are like there's a plague of
0: sex scenes, and we just don't need it. I think but that's it's also life. people like younger people have like gotten gotten things twisted in the, the messaging that they've gotten online, where it's like in talking about like sexual abuse, mm-hmm. it's like we've we've started to make just like a, having a sexual drive seem like predatory, but it's not. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah this
0: is not a bad thing
1: well and also it's kind of like um when you know it's just being younger and not really understand and this is not generalizing there are people who can think com- in a complex way but like not understanding nuance and kind of like do you remember okay do you remember when me too was first happening and like society in general was like God this is gonna make me sound like a boomer but I don't mean this in like a bad way mm-hmm. but it was like kind of like puritanical at first like where it's like oh and this person's bad because one time he hit on me and this t- this person this whatever whatever mm-hmm. Um, and I don't I'm not saying that those were invalid annoyances or arguments because it's this thing of, right like you need to like there's all this pressure built up of this lifetime of like sexual harassment that you're just like right. Mm -hmm. and you just like have to get it out because you're like finally i can speak on this and people will actually believe me and speaking as someone personally who spoke out on something and was not believed it of course right like you want to you're like i need i can't stand any of this anymore this is enough right Mm -hmm. and then now it's kind of like okay we've been talking about it for a little bit and we can kind of look at things with more nuance now and i don't think it's
0: evil the pendulum swings
1: right Mm -hmm. right where you're like Okay, we've gotten it out of our systems. Not necessarily out of our systems, but you know, like we've been able to talk about this openly now. Um, and now we can look at things with more nuance again and and whatever. So I think so it's kind of this thing when you're first talking about something, right? So these people are so young that of course this is the first time they're talking about something. And it's this like kind yeah. of incendiary thing to say, and you're like, you're Yeah, like, right. Trying
0: to wrap your mind around like mm-hmm the discourse and you don't have that much experience to base your opinion off of and mm-hmm. but like having an opinion makes you feel like grown up and important. Mhm. Mhm.
1: Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing, like I, if I'm like and this is, you know, to each their own and everybody has their own boundaries and things that they're okay with feeling, but like me personally, I think me personally five years ago if an old man told me i had a beautiful smile while walking on the street i would have been so fucking annoyed and then now i've had it happen where i'm like walking down the street and like the old men that like hang out outside of palermo's one's <laughs> like you got a beautiful smile and i'm like you know what thank you that's nice i don't know i'm, I'm fine like, with that
0: yeah i've never been so thrown off by just like a random person going you're very beautiful i'm like okay bye right now granted here's threatened the, am like,
1: i pmsing then maybe i want to kill you <laughs> you know maybe i want to murder you into a million pieces but mm-hmm. it's just my baseline whatever but also there are people who are like i don't like that at all i don't want you to talk to me i don't want to look at you i don't want anything like that mm-hmm. and i totally get that like i'm like sure like you don't want
0: that that's valid too yep but better not to do it but i'm not responding to it as though i've been assaulted
1: right and and this is the other thing like now if 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 the man is like demanding i come over and talk to him and i'm like trying to go somewhere that i'm like don't fucking talk to me bro like i'm busy i'm going somewhere yeah
0: all that to say that like uh the perviness of this book just seems like yeah teenagers are horny and that's fine (laughs)
1: yeah that's okay if they are like I don't know so because everyone was pervy so it was fine it wasn't just
0: it wasn't even it was mostly just like they were horny yeah it was just it was like Jacqueline Jacqueline was very horny yeah
1: she was very horny she wanted to get she wanted to get some with her boyfriend Glenn and um Glenn like you know he was like oh we should run away from the killer but also like you're very hot <laughs> so and, and i do want to have sex yes i was
0: very shocked by the first death i was too and i i felt really bad for owen because like the the amount yeah. of time he's like is aware he's dying is very yeah. sad yeah i know um, and he read really really tries to run
1: away a lot yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, and he keeps like getting away and then not getting away. Um, Okay, six unsuspecting. Actually, I'm not gonna read that (laughs)
0: one. (laughs) I'm I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna read this other one. Um, When it comes to punishing students at Harrison High, no one dishes it out the way Mr. Crowley does. But today is especially weird. Six seniors and juniors are locked up in a room where no one can get in or out. Lurking in the hallways is a sadistic madman waiting to administer his special brand of discipline. Wow. Okay. And then here, just for just to be fair.
0: That's an interesting one.
1: Just to be fair and balanced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this Oh, you know what? there's Fox News about it. It's it's this is a little it's it's sort of similar. But OK, six unsuspecting high school students kept after school for misconduct discover that detention can become deadly as they're stalked by a sadistic sadistic madman
0: out to administer his own lethal form of discipline. I'll read the one on the back of the book on uh, Open Library. Mm. This is also a little different, but some of it is covered up by a sticker. <laughs> OK, you just guess it. But I'm sure it, you can it, figure it out. The way it ends, like, is It feels like an ending, so it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, so deadly discipline. When it comes to punishment, no one dishes it out the way Harrison High's Mr. Crowley does. But there's something even weirder than usual growing on, going on today. No one knows that better than the six juniors and seniors who are being kept after school. The doors are padlocked. All the windows are covered with wire mesh. I mean, there always are, but okay. They always are, but And okay. the phone wires have been cut. No one can get in or out. And then I'll just, I'll try to read what's behind the sticker. And tid hall w- and then lurks and of disc the fat. huh hmm.
1: Well, something about a sadistic <laughs> madman and lurking. And faculty? Or oh, maybe. I don't know. The fat. The fat. I don't yeah. know. So we've got these six kids. Owen is this like... Nerdy sp- one. Nerd. He... I, I have <laughs> acne.
0: Yeah. He's classic. the mouse um, mouse.
1: He's getting really good grades in school. And um <laughs> I actually, you know, the kids like they were pretty like their, their digs at each other were pretty funny. Like when he's like, he really wants everyone to ask him like what he got on the calculus test. So yeah. he's like, oh, what did you guys get? And then like they say, and he's like, mm. and then he's just waiting. And then um he finds out that Jacqueline got an A and he's like, what? So then he says, like, she got 100. He got 99 or something. So he keeps hinting like, oh, almost as good as me. And no one takes the bait.
0: And it's, so it's somebody he has like Glenn or something. Yeah. Who, who got a 99. And it turned and he's like, oh, that's pretty close. <laughs> but yeah. And then Jacqueline also got 100. Yeah, and Owen got 100.
1: And he and he was like, "Ugh. Um so he or no, he I, does he get 100 or does he get a little bit? 100? He got 100. Yeah. So and then I love that Jacqueline's like so he's like, "Well, I got 100 too cuz no one asks." And then she's like, "Wow, I really see you in a different way." Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, like wow, that's actually pretty yeah, funny.
0: Like,
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> but she a was hero. like
0: riva Dalby, a bitch.
1: yeah riva dalby level yes, evil. like yes, she yes, was yes. so mean and so self-centered and pretty much unrelentingly so until her demise which spoiler alert everybody but one person dies um also mr crowley needs
0: to be fired he's he really <laughs> is messed up like he's drinking all the time he he's like, constantly threatening the kids. He he is physically abusive toward them. Yeah, he like, and then that one time when he
1: runs into the classroom and picks up a desk and raises it over his head as if he's going to kill Owen mm-hmm. and Owen, and he picks on Owen specifically and Owen's like, oh, like, please don't. And he's like, did you really think I was going to kill you? Idiot. Puts it down. It's like, yeah, I don't know. You were yeah, going to throw a desk crazy. at me. <laughs> And you keep saying you're going to kill us all the time. Hmm. like he should not be teaching there but that was an interesting detail that they were like oh we get all of the like the bad teachers or something what was the
0: reasoning for that it was like um, I, I do remember that point it was just like um, like I don't know it's just like uh, classic Harrison would hang on to them but like Harrison is also a good school like a lot of them get into Ivy League yeah colleges um because like one of the characters Jill who um who is like overweight and it's talked about in just the most horrifying terms all the time
1: yeah her personality is that she's fat According yeah. to the book, it's that yeah. like she, like all she can do is eat and blah, blah, blah. And all she's doing is eating candy nonstop. And then she's part of Overeaters Anonymous and everyone makes fun of her for it. And she's just, what was it? It was like she loved a good joke even when it was at her own expense because she just mm-hmm. wants someone to be friends with her. I was really sad when she died too. I was like, Me too. And the and way it was she died.
0: I know that was real. I, that's the only part of the book where I was like, this is pretty disgusting. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was very cruel.
0: Yeah, cuz she dies like eating her fear away. Like she's 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 eating emotionally. She's just like eating whatever she can find in the cafeteria, like blocks of cheese in the walk-in just, like, freezer. Eating straight from a giant thing of peanut butter cuz she's just freaking out. Yeah. it was it was so strange because it was like when we were in her head for that part of it it was like a sympathetic portrayal of somebody with an emotional eating emotionally charged like yeah she's an emotional eating eating. disorder yeah um it it like really understood it was like Mm -hmm. it understood what it was talking about at that part but then every other part of the book is just so cruel and fat shaming and fat phobic Mm -hmm. and awful yeah. So it was like how do you both understand what she's going through but not but not show her any kindness about it? Even though like the nicer characters are kind to her. It's like it's it I don't know, Eric Weiner is doing this weird high-wire act of like writing about it sympathetically while also just doing nothing but shaming her for it.
1: Yeah, I think so if if she had not died how she died. And we were in her head and we saw like, you know, that I think it's okay to have characters that are cruel. And a lot of these characters are. And they can be cruel about her being fat because they are cruel people, specifically Jacqueline. But it's like um, the
0: book is cruel in how it yes. kills her.
1: Yes, because somebody wrote the book and somebody mm-hmm. wrote how she dies. And so the, mm-hmm. the fact that she dies because she can't stop eating and and the description of how she is doing it too is very... Um, grotesque and like just like over the
0: top so it's just like reveling in the like sensory ickiness of her shoving all this food in her face
1: yeah it it's very um
0: it just like it portrays her as like look at this freak show yeah like isn't this disgusting this is how she grows
1: of course this is how she's gonna die kind of thing and you're just like oh
0: man like
1: it just feels, um, it feels
0: very mean. It's a mean, very, way to kill mean. Her. it's a very yeah. mean way to kill her. Um, it's, mean, it's a means. It has a mean spirited take even while like the nice characters show her kindness.
1: But there's still like, I mean, again, like a lot of the the characters are like, oh, you shouldn't eat like that as if it's something so simple, yeah. you know, which feels like uh, the book
0: is written in 1994. It's definitely right. of its time
1: for sure for sure um, and the thing was like yeah I don't know it just it 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 reduced her entire character to food 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 the eating yeah
0: yeah um, she, I mean she also she suffered from panic attacks and sees oh the psychiatrist. Panic attack,
1: yeah oh my gosh when Jacqueline's being such a bitch during her panic attack yeah Jacqueline really sucks she causes it mm-hmm. she causes the panic attack and she doesn't even care no. Nope. Um. So throughout the book, for when we first start the book, um, everyone is kind of like all the students are arriving to the detention room and the teacher hasn't shown up yet. And I will say it's actually a quite slow beginning. Like nothing really. And I don't even mean this in necessarily a bad way. It's just like we're getting to know the characters a lot because they're all talking about different
0: things. And yeah, it's a little bit longer for one of these books. Yeah. Uh, for that reason, because we, like, really established their dynamic and what's going on before we get to the, the death.
1: <laughs> Which I think is smart because there are six of them. So that is a lot I of characters. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, So. It feels well paced. Yeah, it did. Like, I remember, like, looking down and being like, oh, I really, like, realizing that I was a third of the way through and not
0: even anything yeah, remotely like I, I scary had happened. I didn't feel like. I wasn't going. Okay, get to it. Or no, I, I was just like, like super oh wow, aware of how much I had left in the book. It was. Yeah. It was like a really like, like I said, yeah, well, well paced.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. like I just, I, re- I just remember being surprised and being like, oh, so much yeah. time has passed. Like I really do wonder what's going to happen to these kids because I really didn't know what kind of book this was. I did not read the back. I didn't of the book. either.
0: Yeah, even when you told me it's <laughs> weird um, that it was pervy. like pervy and fucked up i was like oh i don't know what to expect i thought i thought it was going to be that the teacher was super fucked up mm. but no it's just like kind of that i don't know the way they die is really it's a really gruesome book. very gruesome it's kind of cool uh-huh. um so
1: so okay so first in the classroom are glenn and Jacqueline. And they get in trouble. Like the reason they're in there is that they were found canoodling.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> and she, Needing. they're early, uh, and no one else is there yet. And so, like the thing we learn about them is that she's the horny bitch, and he <laughs> is like um, nice guy jock, nice guy
0: jock. But like, um, he he's like a follower. He's like very meek and just does yes. whatever Jacqueline tells him.
1: Yes. Then comes in Jill, who we've talked about, who basically like from the instant she walks in, she's made fun of by Jacqueline um, for being uh, an overeater, which she's like, actually, I am. And she's like working on it, blah, blah, blah. So that's her personality. Um, Also, she's just like nervous and gets panicked easily. And then Fran. Is it
0: Fran? or no, Mike. Yeah. Oh, no, no, Uh, you're right. Sorry, in the order. Yeah, Uh, next is Jill. Right. So I just did Jill. Oh, sorry. (sniffs) I did hear that. And then I completely (laughs) blanked. Um, Yeah, so then it's Mike. And then it's Owen. And then Fran. And then Fran. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so
1: then Mike comes in and he's like, he's like a jock, but like kind of a bad boy jock. He's on the wrestling team. He's also funny. Um, He can do impressions really well. Uh and he's like a class clown, but not mean
0: yeah he he and Jill are buddies mm-hmm. um yeah, everybody seems to like him mm-hmm. except for Jacqueline, who's a bitch, and they used to date, which we find out later um and then
1: Owen, who's the the like quintessential nerd of the early nineties um comes in, and then it is Fran, who is like the good goody goody um who was brought in there because she supposedly stole a wallet but she claims that she was framed.
0: Mhm. Um and it seems like Jacqueline is the one who framed her based on Jacqueline's reaction. Yes. Cuz Jacqueline is just absolutely delighting in the fact that this happened to <laughs> her.
1: Yeah, she's like, "Ooh, goody goody Fran. Like you were caught stealing." And Fran is just like acts a little bit embarrassed and she's like, "Ugh. Um but like her thing I is didn't that do she's it, I was
0: framed.
1: Yeah. Her thing is that she's just kind of like she's pretty, she's like kind of popular, but not as popular as Jacqueline. She's um was in the school play, she gets like pretty decently good grades, and that's it. Um so that those are the six kids. She wants to go to Yale for drama. That's right. Wait, was that six? Glenn, Jacqueline, Mike, Jill. Owen, oh, yeah, when and Fran. Fran. Yeah. Um, and they're all like, oh my God, I hope we don't get Crowley. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, because he's the corporal. He's so mean. Uh, his son is a fuck up. So he takes it all out on us, the kids, because he hates kids.
0: Mm-hmm. But of
1: course it's the corporal. The corporal comes in, he abuses them, like f- emotionally abuses them, and then is like, you're going to clean all of the graffiti off of this classroom. Bye and you have an hour
0: comes because back like, in an hour as long as detention is yes it starts at four and it ends at like five fifteen or something
1: mm-hmm. he comes back in an hour of course it's not all cleaned they, like they've been working on it hard but it's just not cleaned and he's like okay get some more soap you guys are gonna i'm gonna come back at 6 and they're like you can't do this and he's like i can do whatever i want so <laughs> he leaves And then he does not come back. Nope. 6.15 comes and goes. He's not there. They're like, what? It's like 6.50 before they even start looking for him. Yeah. And they're kind of like running around looking for him. They're scared.
0: And then they're like breakfast clubbing it up, sharing their respective issues in the classroom. Their traumas. Like we find out they're pretty much all worried about grades and they all have some kind of issue with their parents. Um. You know, Jill's parents are really concerned with her um, getting into a good college and being able to pay for it. Jill has to like get a full scholarship somewhere because her parents can't afford it. Um, And then, then
1: Jacqueline, know- Jacqueline's like, yeah, oh, so don't you realize that there's no way you're going to get a scholarship because you're in detention and detention goes in your permanent record, which then causes Jill to have a panic attack. Everybody helps her through it, except for Jacqueline, who's just like laughing <laughs> and, and everyone's is like doing like, like the
0: cuckoo sign at her head like just i know like, truly like the most the most she- insensitive mental health <laughs> chaotic evil she's so yes, evil truly <laughs> <laughs> And chaotic, and chaotic. She's very chaotic.
1: Honestly, mm-hmm. a queen. I,
0: looking back, <laughs> Honestly, I we am Stan, and I do sadly uh, root for her at the end. <laughs> uh, I do I'm sadly root for her at that. i like this, um, yeah. <laughs> but because she like she does, there is a little bit of growth in the yeah in her like connection to fr- like her her. The, the little bit of bonding that happens between her and Fran at the end, I was like, I am really feeling this duo. I know. I know. And it was <laughs> so sad. It, this would make a great movie. This would
1: make a great movie. It was so sad that it was not real. It was not real. to be. It was not to be. Uh but it was really cute, like, when they're making each other laugh in the bathroom. and
0: Yeah, like, like finally Fran laughs because Jacqueline's like, well, we want to leave the bathroom. And she's like, no, we don't. The killer's out there. And she's like, yes, we do. Because I just really stank it up. <laughs> she's just, like, Fran so laughs. funny. yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, so unexpected for a pretty, pretty cheerleader to be like, yeah. I really fucking stank this she's, bathroom. She's up.
1: like, I did a total paint job in there, guys. It's pretty bad. We got to get out of here. Uh, very cute um Mm -hmm. and just like their little moments of like jacqueline saying things about the people who have died that are so outrageous but like you can't help but laugh like where you're just like yeah like that is really (laughs) fucked up that you're saying that but i am Mm -hmm. gonna laugh um so she does have very idiotic ideas throughout the book jacqueline
0: Yeah, Jacqueline, I mean, Jacqueline still sucks. I'm not saying she doesn't suck. I just she does suck and she's pretty
1: dumb. Like her. But I did like her. (laughs) I did really like her.
0: Mm -hmm. So,
1: okay, Owen gets separated from the group. He goes into the oh, but first they're all looking around and um they're like, Oh my god. Oh, also, by the way, the teacher (laughs) wrote the stupid club on the board. (laughs) I will say that was a little bit I think
0: he knew. Rowley right? is a little like cheesy. Yeah. As for far sure. as a villain teacher goes. Because he's too much. Yeah. And he's really not like, he's given like no, word I'm looking for? Nuance. hmm. I don't know. He's fine. It's fine. And
1: no specific, I no specific reasons why he would be the way he is. Like, we know that from the kids, we know the whisperings of like, well, his kid's a fuck up, blah, blah, blah. But
0: like... Yeah, it's like, sure, his son has a drug problem. Maybe his wife had some mental health issues because of it. But I, it's it's more just like his behavior is so ham-fisted and mm-hmm, over the top mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that like, I, I think I would have just liked maybe a, a more... sinister portrayal because instead he comes in and he's truly like a cartoon character and i was like okay well i'm not really afraid of him because he's so crazy yeah
1: he's so 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 crazy although at one point i was like is it him because like i really did not know it might be
0: him i really didn't know either this book got me which is why i'm like hesitant to give it away right now i know it really got me because i appreciated being surprised
1: Yeah, me too. And I liked every time someone got killed. I was like, "Oh, I guess it really wasn't them." Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, uh, on the they they all are like doing an impression of Crowley before he comes in. So like we know in our heads that Mike is good at it. So let's just keep that in our hearts. And which I did not see that coming. I like what that it might be him do i that, thought it was him
0: because i noticed he the that he's PA announcement oh
1: i knew because he stayed behind in the secretary's office after everyone left it was like mike watched them leave and he and uh, everyone didn't know that he stayed behind in the office so it I was wasn't like, so
0: much that no. it was just that, like i didn't ex- i didn't see it coming that the book was going to start making us question who it was And so I just wasn't thinking about him. I was just like, yep, Mr. Crowley's getting on the PA and threatening them. Because I just thought it was a... I thought this book was going to be very straightforward. It is the teacher. So I was Uh, really surprised when all of a sudden it was like, oh, it might be Mike. It might be Glenn. It might be Jacqueline.
1: Yeah. I was... um, I read books in fight or flight so i thought i was like oh i was like ready to to think anyone did anything so i knew
0: (laughs) i knew you're reading the book as though you're there and you have to decide because your life depends on it
1: yes i am like (laughs) in distress while i read these books so i thought i was like oh mike here was the thing i thought that mike did the Announcement. I was like, it, it, it was probably him because we know that his impression is really, really good. But I did not know that it was just a coincidence that he did it and that he's not the killer. And that, I thought that was cool. That was cool mm-hmm. because also when they were when the when the kids are like, wait a second, Mike, you are really good at that. And where were you um during the announcement? And he's like, I swear to you, I didn't. Because this is when they find Owen. Mm-hmm. They're like, he's like, I did not kill Owen. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like maybe it, he's like maybe the I killer didn't those like, announcements,
0: but I swear it isn't me. Yeah. And they're like, but you said one of us had died, and he's like, I know this is crazy. Yeah. He's like, I can't explain why I I've just I just I swear I didn't kill him. Yeah. Um, so that
1: was cool. Um the so they then they split up and they're all running around and everyone's scared. And Owen is alone and he's in the library and he's like doing i don't know he's he realizes that the phone line that the phone lines were cut or something like something was cut power Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. and then he realizes he knows he's not alone he's scared he starts running he's running he's running he gets into different rooms he hides in there for a little bit runs more runs more runs more gets into i thought this was a really cool set piece of being in this gymnasium with the Mm -hmm. with the elevated track that's like hanging from the ceiling mm-hmm I've always thought those were really cool um, I've been inside of a gym that had that one time I think it was like a 24-hour fitness or something like that I've never seen it at a school though so that's really cool to have this so anyway he's running around on that yeah <laughs> trying to run away from the killer and he runs into one of my favorite ways to murder somebody a high-tension wire Oh,
0: so Fucking scary. And the description. Oh, I, was I was listening to I think maybe I said this to you, but tell me if I didn't. Your 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 new podcast.
1: Burp, burp, what burp. I, what even oh what is even this? is this?
0: Yes. Mm. Um and um Meredith, is that her name? Yeah. So sorry, I like get so nervous that I'm getting someone's name wrong. No. Meredith was talking about the Whaley house because I'm oh, from San yes. Diego, and so I also did the old town week
1: yes 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 it is so funny and, that that is a required curriculum
0: yeah for thing. a week you just go and you study at old town and it's the fucking best it's yeah one uh i think that is for me anyway i think that was fourth grade and then yeah. the Balboa park week is fifth grade mm-hmm. um as so you just go to old town san diego for a while and you go to all these like little museums and and there's this the Whaley House—that's like supposedly haunted—and it was owned by like one of the like you know white founders of San Diego. Mm-hmm. And um, and every every ghost story she she was told at the Whaley House, I heard too. And I I think I'm a, I'm a <laughs> a good deal older than Meredith, mm-hmm. um. So I was like curious to see what changed, and fucking nothing had because I also got the little girl running and getting
1: <laughs> decapitated oh,
0: by the clothesline.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Story. that is so funny because mm-hmm. it's also and the funny and
0: the spot on the stairs and the, all of it. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Check, check, that's check. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah,
1: she she remembered that. But then Brendan, I guess their tour guide or whatever, did not tell them about the high tension wire. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I got that, too. But our clothesline, I mean, uh, that's mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah. Yep. Uh It. That's really cool that whaley house is like part of what you guys have to learn in mm-hmm. in elementary
0: school it's very cute and you're also like <laughs> at the time anyway they may have stopped doing this but you get your native american name <laughs> oh yeah i think because you're, you're yeah. studying about about the native americans at the time and the mission there's also a mission week in mm-hmm. in schools in san diego maybe all that's a california thing right because you probably did that in oh porn.
1: yeah we did the california mission project you had yeah, to go you to the mission. You had mission to build a mission you had to like do a presentation on your mission mm-hmm. everybody you either do sugar cubes or you do the plaster yeah you can like get a kit from michael's here was the thing we got to choose if we wanted to make a mission or go to the mission and my mom was like we're just gonna oh. go yeah we, we didn't have to do, do both. both yeah we didn't have to do both we got to choose so weird so my mom was like i'm not gonna help you make a mission she's like we're just gonna go to go to the mission and and then and did then you, you also just have to do a
0: native american diorama yes that i remember I lo- that doing that i liked more i remember um um the like, mission i was like what am i a fucking architect here come on
1: yeah well that was the thing we didn't <laughs> have to the native, do native that? american
0: diorama i'm like
1: "Ooh, i can put the
0: little figures and the little plants and the little yeah
1: things. dude one of my favorite memories was coating the bottom of the shoebox box with um, glue and then putting sand on it. Mm-hmm. And then the sand stayed and I was like, we're living in the future, y'all. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I just glued sand. What am I, a wizard? Yeah, I was like, this is, why is nobody talking about this? <laughs> but yeah, I remember like doing, like doing it in different layers. So like, then doing a different color to make like designs and being like, oh, my God. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was. Uh, that that's an interesting part of our curriculum doing the mm-hmm. California mission project. Um, yeah. Anyway, so poor Owen gets. So he gets high tension wired, garroted. Oh, and the the description of it too is so interesting. Like, so it's he's running, and then he's like, I. He felt as if he was running through a tape at a finish line, but it was at his neck, like this pop. And then oh God, he it's so awful. touches his neck and there's just like blood <laughs> and he doesn't feel it yet. And he's like, and he what can is smell that? It. He can smell the coppery smell of his own blood. He gurgles a bit, falls down, bleeds out Eek. and dies. I was like, oh, oh no, he falls down off of the elevated track into uh-huh. the basket of the uh-huh. well, basketball. His legs just
0: goes through. It's and so awful. And he's just awful. hanging
1: and then uh later the way the students find him is they're walking around in the gym calling out for him and they don't look up and then his blood is like dripping onto Glenn and they're like oh um what is that they look up oh my gosh it's owen he is dead dead dead
0: mhm
1: woof i felt really bad for him <laughs> i felt really bad for him and then i was like oh it's this kind of book and yeah. I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Like, how are the rest of I these guys going to die? Oh dang, violent!
0: Yeah, very gory, very gory. And and when it happened, I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, <laughs> me too. I was like, "Wait, wait but what? Owen?"
1: <laughs> yeah, are you okay? I was like, "Is he the first?" And honestly, I felt that way about Jill too, because Jill's death is shortly after. No, and I was like, "Wait, but maybe she Jill? gets <laughs> like literally." They're taking so long to take whatever's in the because that's so gruesome too and also the way her body is staged in like an eating way too is like yeah
0: it is mean. so cruel it feels very
1: the movie 7
0: mm yeah yeah it's a judgment on their on their um problems mhm um although hers the, the problem being that hers is pretty much
1: the only one that's like so directly tied with with that like everyone else's cuz it's not like yeah, Owen was the thing, into sports yeah hers is the or... only one
0: with like a fucking theme which just makes it all the more cruel
1: yeah, exactly. Like, why he looks- does her death have to be themed?
0: <laughs> yeah, how come hers has to have be like sent? It's not like Owen's has to do with like grades or his acne or yeah, his like shoving through a or- scantron machine or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> should have done.
1: That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or and alternatively, it's not like he was super into basketball or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yep. So the next person to die is Jill. Unfortunately, so Jill runs out. She's scared. She runs into the cafeteria. Um, she eats a bunch of food in the walk-in freezer, which I thought she was going to get stuck in there, but no, mm-hmm. her death does occur off page, but the students come into the cafeteria. They find a pot with a severed hand holding the top of the pot and it mm-hmm. has her Bart and you know watch. Her.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Even in that moment, I was like, maybe it's not her <laughs> denial. Yeah. I was like,
0: maybe she made it.
1: I know. Maybe and she then took her watch because they're taking so long to open it and like see what's inside. What's in the box. What's in the box. Oh, my God. So then another seven thing they uh, Glenn pulls the lid off her head's in there. It's her. She's dead. Jill's head is in, mm-hmm. in the pot. Very sad. Uh, everybody runs outside and pukes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Which I appreciated. Okay, then who dies?
0: Now? So then now it's down to four people. Then it is Mike cuz this oh, is when yeah. this is when Fran introduces the idea that it's not Crowley, which no one has considered.
1: <laughs> she That's looks right.
0: out the mesh, cuz cuz Mike like grabs a pot and he starts like trying to like break oh, out of yeah. the uh, windows. And and she's like, "You guys, I don't see Crowley's car. He's not even here." And they're like what? <laughs> and I thought it was gonna be the fucking janitor. The fact that no one even considered the janitor was insane. I know. Um, but it wasn't the janitor, so also not insane because it wasn't the janitor. Um and he's doing that, and then that's when they go, wait a minute, who if if Crowley isn't here, who made the announcement on the PA system? And that's when they all turned towards Mike. And it's so funny because up to this point, Jacqueline was like, what do you mean it wasn't Curly? Of course it was fucking Curly, fucking idiot, this fucking stupid. You're so fucking stupid and I hate being here with you and I hate you all and we should split up and blah, 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 blah. And then and then she's like, wait, then who did the PA? And she's like, "Then <laughs> Jacqueline is, is all... Oh my God, Mike, you did that impression. It was fucking Mike. Oh my God, it was fucking Mike. Let's fucking. Yeah. And she does this, this murder. Like, two more, more time times. Yeah, she does, she this does this two it more times time. about other people. Like
1: she she is so convinced every time. She's so
0: ready for it to be somebody else and any anybody else.
1: Oh, also so let it be the, known she, she's had her she like,
0: man on her this whole time. FYI. Oh yeah. Yeah. Important. Um, So she, she hardcore turns on Mike. Everybody else is like, let's take a beat. Hmm. But she's just ready to accuse because she's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then Mike is like, no, I, okay, yes, I did the PA announcement. I swear it wasn't me, though. And then he, at a certain point, he just like freaks and runs from them because he's- Well, like, they're all advancing on him. And, and he's like, yeah. what the fuck? And he just turns and books it. And then they find him. What happened to Mike? Everyone kind of s-
1: splits up and they're all like looking, 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 and then they all discover him. He is dead in a way that I cannot remember because I'm only thinking of the way that someone yeah. else dies. How does he die? He not remember. Oh, wait. Is something in his back? Butcher knife from the kitchen, right? It's in his back.
0: Is that Because it's not
1: the scalpel in the back of the neck. That's somebody else. Oh, isn't it the
0: scalpel in the eye? I think that is him. No, no, yep. that's no, Mike Mike is the scalpel. Mike was lying face down on the lab floor, a scalpel buried deep in the back of his neck. Oh, well then what Glenn happens. Is to the Glenn is the butcher. Glenn is the um The butcher knife. The um the like what is that thing called? The cleaver thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, in the library. library. That's right.
1: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Mike has a scalpel in the back of the neck.
0: <laughs> and then Jacqueline is like, Oh my God, gone too soon. <laughs> I know she's like, wow, like you were just accusing him of murder. And he's like, she's like, well, obviously he didn't do it. And so now I'm sad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And also,
1: like, I do appreciate her thing of being like, okay, but like, complaining about it doesn't help. So who
0: did it? Yeah, like, uh, complaining about me being wrong is like, what, what are we accomplishing here? She's like, okay, so I was wrong, but I don't know who who's killing us. That makes me a a criminal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: So then you know, then I really thought Fran was going to be and the final one. turn
0: on each other. Yeah. So, Glenn and ja- Jacqueline turns on Glenn first. She's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Glenn, I was going to break up with you. And you were freaking out. You wrote me like, or no, that's how that's how no, first that's she Mike. accuses Mike. But She's she also like, accuses I broke Glenn. up with Mike and he is obsessed with me. And so, now he is going to kill you just to get to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then... And then when it's Glenn's turn, she's like, okay, Glenn is obsessed with me. And so he is going to kill all of you to get to me. And and everyone's like, but then what about
1: like literally all the other people that died? She's like, no matter. I'm the one. Like, they trying are to
0: just collateral damage in the effort to make it look like it's not you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. to kill and,
1: me. And that was the other thing, too. When she thought it was Mike, she was like, me and Glenn are the att- intended victims because he's jealous of me and Glenn being together. And then after she finds out it's not me, she's like, Glenn, it's you because you're jealous that I'm going to break up with you. And then Glenn (laughs) is like, okay, no, Jacqueline, you are fucking crazy. You are lying because I was trying to break up with you and no one ever breaks up with Jacqueline. And you said that you were going to kill me and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, and exactly. I was like, who is it? I was like, maybe it (laughs) is Crowley because then Crowley shows up and they're all like,
0: ah. And they're like, oh my God, he is back.
1: But he says something that's like,
0: he's like. He's like, why are you still here? I would have thought that you'd figure it out and gone home. And they're like, we got locked in. And he's like, likely story.
1: Yeah. And then they're like, if you thought we were gone, then why'd you come back? And he doesn't answer, which we don't know
0: why. Hmm.
1: Um, But they run away. The girls split off from Glenn because they think it's him. Oh, that's right. Because Glenn finds a bloody butcher knife in the in a in a closet or something and he's like what's this doing here but the way he's holding it is scary and they're like ah so they run away they have their cute moment in the bathroom
0: they start bonding Mm -hmm. they're like holding on to each other for dear life crowley comes in and he's Uh like they escape him but he when he comes in he's like saying all of their last names he's like it's Jacqueline peters fran something and then it was jill berman and jill so he's Burman. like peters berman fran mm-hmm. i know you're in there blah 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 and they're like ah oh, run and then they get to like a certain they get like around the library mm-hmm. and Jacqueline's like oh my god you're right it's growly mm-hmm. <laughs> and then fran's like no it isn't she's like what why are you messing with my head like this? i know and Fran's like, it's Fran's not like, him. It couldn't be because he thought Jill was still alive. And Jaglyn's like, what is happening? I know. And she's I like, am- it is Glenn, oh my God. And then they find Glenn's dead body. And she's like, it is Crowley. And she's like, no, remember? And she's like, well, what is happening? And then they find Crowley's dead body. And she's like, literally what is happening? <laughs> and I was like that too. I was like, what's happening? Yeah, I was like, oh, here comes that janitor that nobody's talked about. And then no. <laughs> Fucking Fran shoots Jacqueline. With a gun. I was like, whoa. With a gun. And then ma- and then just like calmly like wipes off her prints and puts it in Crowley's hand to make it look like he shot her. Yep. And, and I was like, Fran.
1: Yeah, because her plan is that. So basically, because she's, she's pretty smart, but unrem- unremarkable. So she had to get rid of the people that outperform her at school. So that's mm-hmm. Owen and Jacqueline. And that's all of
0: them. They it were all her everyone. competition. But no, not Mike. Yeah. No, they're all her competition because she and framed Mike, Mike her too, because Mike is good. No, Mike is smart. It's Glenn that's only smart at math. And the, it's the math thing she's trying to win.
1: Oh, right. Mike is good. It's just like the teacher's like, if you actually tried, you'd be valedictorian.
0: And he was like, whatever. Yeah. Okay. But he just he still he gets good grades and he is also constantly goofing off yeah so what they don't all put together is that yeah it is weird that they're all the like smartest kids in school it is weird that none of them have had detention before except for Mike, mm-hmm. who's a goof mm-hmm. um and so that is the commonality it's that they it's weird that they're all in detention and it's weird that they're all the smartest kids Mm-hmm. And it's that Fran was picking them all off so that she could enter this math competition to have something to make her stand out when she applies to Yale. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And she's like, and so that's, I texted you, like the true villain, parents. Because everybody has a story about their parents being like just horrifying in regards to like their expectations for their kids, except for Mike, whose dad just literally physically abuses him. That was so sad. Yeah, just beats him up and he and mike is like making a joke of it they go to the principal's office and he's faking a phone call from the secretary and he's like doing an impression of the secretary and they're all cracking up and she's like yes oh what's that you want him home right away so that you can beat on him some more and fran and jill like stop laughing and owen is still cracking up because he's not getting it yeah and then he they get up he he stops and and they're like wait is that true and he's like yeah but whatever they're like you should go to somebody about that. And Owen is like nonsensically like, get a lawyer and sue. I know. And he's like, look,
1: um, it, it's just better to just live with it until I can yeah, out. I'm
0: like, I just need to get out of there. Yeah. So that's his story. Like, yeah, J- Jill's stressed out because she needs a scholarship because her parents can't pay for college. Fran's parents, it turns out, like even though she says that, that they like love her and they're so proud of her, at the end of the book, she's telling us how they they pick apart everything she does. Even if she gets an A plus, they're like, "Well, where's the extra credit?" They, they're mm-hmm. just always expecting, expecting, expecting more from her. Um, Glenn's family just like doesn't care about anything it has to do. They're they're more one of by seven siblings.
1: Kids. Yeah,
0: yeah. Jacqueline's mother is living vicariously through her, and so she like has to be popular, pretty cheerleader getting perfect grades. Like, all of their parents are a problem. So Fran murders everybody because, like, she's trying to, like, meet her parents' ex- expectations. Mm-hmm. So the true villain is parents.
1: It really is. Mm-hmm. And but... she, she does this whole monologue out loud at their dead bodies. She's like... Mm-hmm haha it was I like, <laughs> and here's why and
0: here's how I did it
1: and she also was like it's kind of funny how huh? she's like honestly I didn't really want to kill those kids but I had to like I took no pleasure yeah in she that. seems
0: like she's like actually like horrified
1: yeah <laughs> Sad. And, but she's like I did enjoy but killing Crowley cracked. he's bad yeah uh, and honestly I was like he did have to go Um, and then she walks away and she's like perfect 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 like, now,
0: however it. and then we cut over to Jacqueline oh <laughs> Who What's has recorded her on her Walkman. Because she's had it on the whole time. Like as she-, she was dying, she records Fran admitting she did it. And so if, if the thing is, though, that she tape hopes pr- she did might not get listened to. Yeah, that's the probably thing. won't. Probably won't. Why and- would anybody like listen to her Motorhead tape? <laughs> yep. Yep. But.
1: She and also, it. she's not sure if she got it, right? She's like, she hopes yeah, she, she doesn't hopes, know that, for that, sure.
0: that. Yeah, and then she dies. And then and it's then over. That's the end of the book. I,
1: aside from the, like, really, really dated and cruel treatment of Jill. The fat I, shaming is really awful. It's really, really unbearable. But otherwise, this book is, it's pretty good. And, like, I was, like,
0: truly, I, I was like, it could be anyone. I did not know what was going to happen next. I didn't know yeah. how many of them were going to die. I was, really was going to be the final girl, oh, and then she turned out she was the girl. killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, this book had surprises and was well-paced and was, like, gory and creepy and sad and awful. <laughs> yeah. It really was very gruesome. hmm
1: It was cool. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Your own discretion, if you want to read this one. Like, do you want to subject yourself to some, like, pretty horrible fat phobia?
0: Yeah, like if if that's something that you, if you can get personally past can't that. handle, then skip this one. But mm-hmm. if if you can overlook it, then then it's a good read.
1: Yeah, if you're really good at compartmentalizing, <laughs> then it's
0: good which read. we are, which we are. Yeah, uh, and we kind of have to be for this podcast.
1: Yeah, I'm like we re- we we're so dead inside, you know.
0: Like, well, it's like all of these books from the 90s have so many they have something elements. It's like it was yeah. the 90s. It's not, we were not as thinking as sensitively as a culture, you know. Yeah. Progress. Yeah. A lot it of it hadn't been made yet. Early 90s to boot. Um,
1: so, yeah. It w- it, any of these books is kind of like Pick Your Poison. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And this one is uh fat shaming so yep that's the poison of this one the poison of the week um
0: but thank you everybody for listening yep we really appreciate you um if you want extras and you want to help support us um, because doing this podcast does take a lot of time and effort we would really appreciate that you can go to patreon.com slash teen creeps where we have extra episodes for you to listen to at varying levels, um, or if you just want to, you know, donate a dollar to us a month, you can do that. Mm -hmm. And then a special shout out to our Patreon producers who give $15 a month. Thank you, Adam Halwitz. Amanda K. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Caitlin L. Carrie H.
1: Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana, Danny B. Drew Oranis. Ellie Lagos. Emma. Emma M. Erin B. Gabriella Santiago. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Hannah L. Jason H. Jeremy Cronk, Jeremy Goodfellow, Marco Pavlicich. Jesse T. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jessica U, Jonathan Venable. Kat Miller. Katie Olsner. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Carrie N. Landry Desmond. Larry Nguyen. Laura Hooper. Maddie M. Megan Lozier. Melody. Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho. Molly G. Molly Marks. Noah Spargo. Nora Orion. Rachel C. Randy Clut. Rebecca Goss, Robert F., Rogue Kalahua, Sarah W., Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T., Victoria Beck, and Whitney E.
0: Thank you. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, keep it creepy.
1: Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Ty.